Hello out there and welcome to the 30th, yes, 30th edition of the Michael versus Jason Horcast featuring Billy, where we're just three lovers of the horror genre getting together each week and reviewing one movie uh, chosen at the end of each episode from The Devil's Wheel, so make sure you stay tuned for that. This week was a Bill victory, and he chose the classic from 1981, American Werewolf in London. So uh, if you haven't seen it yet, like me uh, going into this week, it has been... 30 years or 40 years i'm sorry it's been 40 years uh then you probably weren't going to watch it anyway um it might make a difference because we are going to spoil the absolute shit out of it so uh make sure you're ready um as always i am mike and uh joining me live via camera as i see is jason what's up jason greetings and salutations and thank you so much uh for saying you know really quickly saying after the fact of lovers <laughs> you kind of paused last week when you said that so this week you kind of went right on of the horror genre so uh, i appreciate that this week did, did it make you feel a little awkward last week it made made bill and i both feel a little awkward last week probably like your first sexual experience together and bill what is up <laughs> there are no sexual experiences going on between jason and i sorry uh, no chance just that would that would, that would be its own horror movie that i would not watch i'm just letting uh, you guys know yeah, because I'd be hanging myself. With the, the, <laughs> it, but anyway, Jay, he says on. you're not pretty enough. I'm sorry. No. So, um, damn. Uh, watching American Werewolf in London is probably not the only thing we've done this week. Uh, Bill, do you want to kick us off with uh, uh, anything else rocking your horror world? Uh, do you want the synopsis of all five or just a few of them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, Bill coming in strong this week. Uh, give uh, us your give us your top couple, and I mean you can uh, tell us everything. You I, want, I give you, I, I I'll go. I give you I give you two titles with just uh, a rating. Uh, the Bruce Willis movie Breach from 2020, a three out of ten. Is that a horror and, movie? Uh, it's yes, it's classified as a horror movie. Okay, where'd you okay. watch that on? Uh, Amazon Prime, I believe. Amazon it was. Prime. Okay, um, I thought I saw that. Right. Um, and then American Fright Fest. A four out of ten. And then I, I will go into a quick little synopsis. Asylum of Fear. Um, decent acting all around. Um, some very intense scenes throughout. The effects and gores are pretty pretty good, but the ending is kind of really hokey. What What is um, it about? Um, it, it's, it's, I wouldn't say a found footage. It, they're, they're ghost hunters. And they're in an old, insane asylum, and the one guy, he can put his hands on stuff and kind of, like, feel something that happened in the past. And, you know, they they solve a – or he solves a crime for his dad, who's a cop, and blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I just, you know, I did a big, uh, you know, spoiler there. Um, Shocker. It, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a four out of ten. Nothing, nothing great. Nothing, you know, to, you know, say go out and see or anything like that. Um, then I saw last night. Uh, Mandy and I sat down to watch a movie called Initiation. Um, I want to see this. I want to see this. So listen before you give your synopsis. Yeah. Give a spoiler-free synopsis if you're going to give it. All right, the spoiler-free. <laughs> uh, it's a really slow burner to start. Good kills and blood with FX, very good, um, and a very good, interesting twist at the end. I gave it a five and a half out of ten. Um, I, I will recommend it 
Um, even though I, I scored a l- just a little bit better than average, it, it's a good, it's a good, good movie to see. I think for me, the that slow burner at the beginning kind of is what you know dragged you know yeah. dragged it down for me. What um, where'd you watch that on, Bill? Uh, that one I've had the that was uh, that's on demand on Prime. right now. Yeah, it's yeah. On, on, oh, on, yeah, okay. on Prime. All right, cool. Um, I want to uh, check that out. And lastly, I checked out. It's a foreign film. Um, it, it, they, they speak English to 90% of it, but there are English subtitles in it as well. Um, it's called Yummy in, from 2019. I loved Yummy. That was a good uh, movie. What did, yeah. what did you think? That's a, that's a zombie, um, right? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I said it's a different take on zombie movies. Yeah. Um, some of the best gore I've seen in a while in, yeah. out of that movie. Yeah, it did. And I will say it had some of the best laughs in a horror movie I've ever seen, especially the one body horror scene with the the gentleman that yeah got an <laughs> enlargement. <laughs> um, in which in one of the small notes I said with that is one that'll make the guys cringe. <laughs> yes, I, I remember watching that uh, uh, with one too. eye, with one eye through the through the fingers. Yeah. Uh, and I gave that yeah. one a seven out of ten. I will highly recommend that one, folks. So I, um, I actually that made my top ten list from last year. Okay, uh, that was a that was a Shutter exclusive uh, when it first came out. And I'm not a big zombie guy. That's your genre, and I was mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this movie. So that that says enough about you know probably how good it actually is. Um, yeah. That, yeah. that I like the zombie movie, but uh, yeah, that was my that was in my top ten um, uh, from last year. That would have made my top fifteen from last year easily. Like I think, uh, actually no, that would have been top ten because we did top five. That probably would have been somewhere between like uh, seven and nine for me. But uh, I, I rated it pretty high too. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a really good watch. Yeah, and like I said, I, I like the kills in it. it mm-hmm. You know, the blood and guts were pretty pretty good. So that's all I got. That's an uh, that's an eventful week, Bill. I'm I'm proud of you. That's uh that's some good stuff. I I didn't realize Breach was a horror movie, so that maybe I'll I'll have to. Uh, nah, no, I probably won't. Yeah, you no, give it a four. No, so nope. Um, Jay, now you want to go next, or you want me to go? All right, go. Yeah, ahead, go. Jay. I I also had a very eventful, or I should say, event week here. Uh, I watched um. Actually, one, two, three, four, six movies this week. Well, one of them, of course, being our movie of the week. Same so here. I'll start with the uh, at home. Uh, so I don't know why I did this. I know I have Fright Night on the wheel, but I, I watched Fright Night Part 2 <laughs> just because uh, it was a anniversary this week of, of the film, and um, it was all over Twitter and everything else, and I just really wanted to watch it, and and I really enjoy Fright Night Part 2. So for those of you out there that want to watch a really good 80s sequel um, that actually um, can be, you know, can still te- uh, test uh, test the time. <laughs> but uh, I, I give Fright Night Part 2 probably about a six and a half. It's a good film. Um, I also uh, went back to 2010 and watched The Crazies again. Um I saw that on Prime the other night, and so the, the um, Timothy Oliphant, um, yes, remake yep, version. Timothy Oliphant, yep. I love Timothy Oliphant, so that makes things even easier. But that's a really good movie, and I haven't watched it since it came out. And the nineteen seventies version, I think it was like seventy six or seventy seven. I think that the original Crazies came out. Um, this one kicks its ass. 
So um, really good watch. Uh, give it a six and a half as well. It starts. Um, it starts so strong. You know, it that, does. That's, that's a movie that uh, it does. I mean, I don't want to say it fades, but uh, it, it, the, the start of that movie is the opposite of what you know Bill talked about with initiation. It's yeah. no slow burn to start. It's like right out the gates. And then I watched this other movie called The One Hundred Candles Game. I don't yeah. know. Did you see that, Mike? So I. I don't even want to talk about it. I mean, it's basically these four guys or people are, it's like two girls and two guys are sitting around like a, uh, I don't know. It's like a seance thing or whatever. And they have to tell ghost stories to like burn out a candle and they have to burn out a hundred candles or, you know, it's just shit goes sour. Well, shit, I mean, it goes sour anyway, but like really bad movie. I, I give it a one. So bypass that. Yeah. I, uh, um, I, I watched that. A few months ago, and I was it was one of those ones that I was actually excited to see. And yeah, what, what I like the synopsis down. on it. What so. a letdown! Yes, it was. Oh, it's terrible, terrible. Uh, I'll tell you about probably the worst movie I have ever seen. I watched this week. It was called Massacre in Dinosaur Valley. I mean, what with a name like that, <laughs> how could it go wrong? So I just I found this. Um, it's from the '80s. Uh, you know, it 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 looked it, it looked good because it had like all these different things with uh, you know different death styles and sequences and things like that. And I had to like rewind it several times to rewatch it because I kept falling asleep. So finally, I just turned it off. It was. I was going to say if you if you if, if you keep on falling asleep through it, you yeah, should you, not. You should just. Chalk it up to experience and move on. Exactly. I agree. Um, and then let's move to the next one. I went and uh, took uh, Jess on set Friday night. We went and saw Spiral the, from the Book of Saw. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I, you know, Bill, I know you haven't seen it yet, so I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it like Mike didn't spoil it. Uh, I gave it a seven. Um, you know, it, it, it definitely is its own movie in its own way um it's uh i think the deaths in this are are pretty solid i mean you get the goosebumps uh, other than the first saw i i could not stand the first saw the the saws after the first saw were great but every time you watch a saw movie and they and it comes up with the with the you know at the very beginning with the twisted pictures with the um barbed wires that circle around i get goosebumps every time i see that because you know you're getting into a saw movie and it did it again on this movie. Um, I thought Chris Rock was absolutely phenomenal um, playing the role of Zeke. Uh, you know, Samuel Jackson is, you know, I mean, he's he's awesome in everything he does. But uh, you know what? Definitely very happy I went and saw it at the theater. Uh, you know, Jess and I both talked about it a lot. You know, I could get more into it. I'm not going to just because it's so brand new. The last one I'm going to talk about, and I don't know, Mike, if you went and made it to the theater as well, but I went today and I saw A Quiet Place Part 2. And don't want to spoil that either because I know Bill, you, and Mandy are going to go check this out uh, in the week. Uh, I will tell you right now, um, it absolutely obliterated the first one, um, in my opinion. Um, I was basically on the edge of my seat the entire film. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I, they did more with the monsters in this one than they did in the first one. So 
that to me was a major plus. But uh, I, I, I honestly, I gave it a seven point five. Yeah, so I'll, I'll jump in here. Uh, I went opening night and took uh, took the son to go see uh, Quiet Place. Which one? Uh, t- uh, the older one. Um, uh-huh. th- and the other ones, you know, the other one and the wife, they want to see it too. They just didn't want to go on Friday night. And I'm like, I'm going opening night to to see this puppy. Uh, I thought you can't have a more seamless transition from the first one to the second one. Agreed. Um, so... Uh, so just to give, I guess my week here. So we watched the first one on Thursday and then went to go see the second one on Friday so that I would be kind of fully caught up in everything. And wow. Yeah. What a, what a seamless transition. I, uh, John Krasinski can direct his ass off and, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I can't say that I liked it more than the first one. Um, but I can't say that I didn't like it as much as the first one. I mean, it's just right up there. That's one of those ones where the sequel is just as good. And I, 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 I loved every minute of it. And yeah, so, and I loved rewatching, um, a quiet place. So that was uh, fun. I haven't seen that. Um, I've been saving it cause you know, this, a quiet place two has been pushed back 14 months. So yeah. I, I knew I wanted to watch it before I went to go see part yep. two. And, um, you know, so it, it, I pushed it off almost 14 months. So, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, like I said, I, I thought the second one, I agree with you hundred percent, very seamless. Like, and you know, I love what they did with it. And like I said, for me personally, I thought it, the first one was really good. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm telling you like this one, in my opinion, obliterated the first one the the only other one i'll talk about because i watched a quiet place one and a quiet place two um so i watched uh the evil dead remake this week um from 2013 and i forgot how good this remake was um it's like pull it off the wheel you watch it huh you you took it <laughs> off i i i was yeah. waiting for it to win i uh yep. i I loved uh, the horror and gore, and you know, I what I think I appreciated the most is how alike it is with the original, but how they made it its own. And um, uh, I mean, having the lead as a uh, going through like a withdrawal drug addict weekend basically mm-hmm. is you know like that's such a great tee up to get them into this cabin in the woods um, and it just makes sense some there's some plot holes definitely in there but I mean it's uh, uh, it was extremely gory as uh, and you know really what made me watch it is so the news that's out there of um, the new Evil Dead is being made right now with Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi is directing oh. and it's coming to HBO Max so, Evil Dead Rising. Ooh. Evil Dead Rising. I that's what put it out there for me, and I'm like, I gotta go fucking watch this. Um, and then Jay, I'm not sure if you noticed this or if you got the same previews that I got, but Escape Room Two, um, I got the preview for. I got the Purge forever. Oh, I didn't get the Purge for. See, I, got I got the a, Forever I, Purge. I got I got Escape Room Two, which comes and a out little in Top July. Gun, and I, a I little new the, Top Gun. I got the Top <laughs> Gun. Hell but, yeah, uh, yeah! I got a little purge, and the, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm excited about the purge, but I want to see the new escape room. The the first escape room blew my I won't say it blew my mind, but I was I had low expectations, and I was, was blown so away. Much, it was so much yeah. better than what I thought, and I'm uh, 
Uh, the well, Escape Room 2 is tagged as the Tournament of Champions, and right. uh, it comes out mid-July, so yep. I'm excited for it. Well, that. you know why, too, because there's been well, a... I saw the preview. Well, not no, I'm saying... <laughs> no, I'm saying for you, your expectations on the first one. It's because there were all those other Escape Room movies that came out, like straight to video, things like that, that we checked out, and we are like, these are terrible. Yeah, then they yeah. finally came out with one that hit the theater, and it was like completely different from the other you, ones. You know, so. but I, I think what I think what checked it out for me or made it drop lower is I think the first one's PG-13. Probably the second one is two, and I hate PG-13 whore. Um, yeah, unless I it's a too. found footage movie because some of your found worse. footage isn't like overly gory. It's more of like what's going to happen. But when you take a movie that should be gory and you make it PG-13, you're limiting what you're going to see in the deaths like right off the rip. Right, I agree. Um, and it, real quick, two more things. Uh, one, um, for our horror fans out there, too, uh, keep a lookout. Uh, Hulu is going to have a uh, Hellraiser coming to Hulu. Uh, new Hellraiser. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a I series. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, uh, bo- a preview I saw for both movies I went to this weekend was the new Conjuring movie. Yeah, um, and that comes out this Friday on yeah, that looks HB, awesome. HBO Max. Yeah. Yes, that looks awesome. This is one of those things where you get Spiral followed by A Quiet Place 2, followed by Conjuring, and then next month we have uh, Purge and Escape Room, and there's other little well, ones Well, Purge is July 4th. Uh, yeah, but... Oh, you, I'm thinking it's June already. Like, it's yeah. close enough to me that my brain's already... Yeah, Purge, Purge is July 4th. But yeah, looks looks good. I mean, it, we got a bunch of stuff coming out this year. Mikey, so. I'll, I'll cap him in the knees, all right, for bu- bursting your bubble, all right. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. I'm sorry for telling the truth. Uh, it's close enough. I, that's that's all I. Can it say. is close enough. I mean, tomorrow is the last day of May. So uh, happy any- Memorial Day! Happy Memorial Day to everybody out there, and thank you to uh, all who have served. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, anything else that uh, we want to talk about before we kick it over to the American Werewolf in London? No, I'm good. I'm all good. All right, let's do it. And now, on with the show. All right, as previously discussed, uh, this was a Bill victory, finally getting back into the win column, uh, giving him 11 uh, and he chose 1981's classic, An American Werewolf in London. Um, so, Bill, good to have you back in the uh, in the winning the winner's zone, column. the winner's yep. column. Yes, uh, actually, it's probably not because uh, I lost and you won, but it's still it's still good. Um, hey, Jay didn't win. This this is that is usually a win. Um, so uh, we have that to be thankful for, but. I had never seen this movie. You guys both saw this, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen it before. It's been a little while since I've seen it, but I've redone it. So, All right. Uh, so all that uh, is left is 30 seconds, and Jason is uh, very excited about it, uh, <clears throat> holding up his phone. So, Bill, the time starts with your synopsis when <sighs> you start. All right. Um, this movie starts off with uh, David and Jack hiking across uh, England, uh, where they are attacked by a werewolf. Um, Jack gets killed while David uh, gets infected, uh, and subsequently, uh, David starts having conversations with his dead buddy uh, Jack, uh, trying to tell him to kill himself before he becomes a werewolf. 
during the next were- during the next full moon, uh, he becomes a werewolf and goes on a killing spree going throughout London until he is trapped in an alley and Stop. finally gunned down. Actually, gave you point one nine seconds more too. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly, there's wasn't it's, bad it's at not all. Bad. That's not a bad no, synopsis. Not bad at all. I com- I completed the movie. You can't say that. So, well, <laughs> last last week when I completed the took movie, took you point one nine seconds more. But last Ooh. week when I completed the movie and uh, you guys said, well, you left out all this shit. I mean, you could do the same thing every week. I, here, I mean, I you think... kind of left out a lot of the meat potatoes too. I mean, but I, I thought you were going to was... go with the Jack and Jill went up the hill type thing at the beginning but, there. But, but he gave a synopsis. Like, if you were giving a synopsis, you wouldn't give every detail. And I think he gave a good synopsis. So, nice job, Bill. I said he gave a good synopsis. Bill, Bill stays winning. And, Bill, speaking of winning, since you did, you get to kick us off with uh, what does the movie do right? Um, this movie, the best part about this movie for me is the conversation, like I made mention, that he starts having hallucinations where he's talking to his dead buddy Jack. Excuse me, dead buddy Jack. And the best part about it is, yes, he's having these conversations, and it keeps on happening throughout the course of a month before he actually becomes a werewolf. But Jack is slowly decomposing each time he has a conversation with him. And it's just quality, especially the first time he's talking to him. The, the 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 practical effect of you know, him being torn apart on the chest and there's a there's at one there's part of it on his neck that's like just like flopping in the breeze as he's talking and it's like man this is perfect this this looks like true like he truly is you know hamburger meat sitting there talking to him um but it to me that was that was one of the the best things is you know that along with the practical effects because you know we kind of go back and forth on this all the time about um you know practical versus cgi yeah and you know it's funny because actually i i had that written down exactly how you had it like basically in capital letters on my notes i have don't need cgi so the funny thing about that first scene um when jack first comes into the hospital to visit david when he's dead and like I don't know if it's hallucinations or what it may be. Like, uh, Jess watched the movie with me last night, and she was like, pause the movie real quick. So I thought maybe she had, like, to take a bathroom break or something or get something to eat. And she's like, she just sat there and just looked at the screen. And she was like, this is amazing. She's like, look how detailed that is. And that's from 1981. Bingo. And that's where I have my actually number one for this movie is that this movie is way ahead of its age. 1981, yeah. you have a movie that is so far advanced than any movie made back then. Like, this is a movie you would expect to see today. And, I mean, obviously there might be a little bit more to it today than what there was in 1981. But the facts, the gore, the blood, I mean, we're talking way ahead. i give you one name, John Landis. Amen, brother. So, Amen. So, uh, I, honestly, yeah, my number one thing, I think we're all in agreement because, uh, well, I'll get into certain things, but, uh, the way Jack looks at the hospital is, is amazing. And me not seeing this before, and to be honest with you, I didn't know too much about this movie at all. So I didn't realize that, uh, you know, each time you see him, he's a little bit more worse for wear, wear and, you know, deteriorated as we go. So there's three different looks of Jack we have in the hospital, which is obviously the most gory and iconic, I think, one out of that. 
but then you have him in the apartment and now he's more uh, you know it's more like brown and decayed as he's just you know decaying away and then we yeah. have um you know him at the theater where uh yeah he's he's part skeleton and whatever and i think that transition was pretty fantastic yeah i mean even even though you know it's a uh uh animatronics and stuff like that that still was well done very very detailed very you know spot on you know and it works i agree and you know it's and it's crazy too because you know throughout the movie you know and all the attack scenes you know they could have done a little more with some of them, obviously, but from what I read, and I never knew this, so here's a fun fact, and I'm sure, Bill, you might know this, because I know this is one of your top movies here, but uh, so for them to keep the R rating for this movie, obviously, they number one thing they had to cut down on was the sex scene, um, but the scene with the three homeless guys, they um, actually had to take more than half of that scene and ripped it apart, because, so they they didn't. They, the original film had them showing everything, but they obviously had to take it out for the R rating. And the last part, I th- I found this beyond interesting. But the part where um, Jack is in the hospital um, when you first see him, I guess a piece of toast it was originally uh, fell out from where his uh, throat was. <laughs> so I thought, and I was like, of all the things to take out, why would you have to take that out? But then I'm thinking, okay, 1981. MPAA back then was like a bitch. So yeah, I mean, at that point too, they 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 were getting hammered with music. It was a big thing, but you know, um, and they 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 were just trying to make sure nothing got by that was mm-hmm. too drastic, right? So. And this was the first film to win an Academy Award for makeup because makeup. Uh, was first brought to the Academy Awards in 1981, ironically. And this was the first movie ever. And actually, it is John Landis's only Academy Award he's ever won for any film. So, That's um, interesting. And I, and I think it was what um, Rick, Rick Baker, Rick Baker was the makeup artist um, who worked on the film. And it, you brought up uh, a point, uh, I want to say about a month and a half ago or so. And I, I debated with you just because they both came out the same year. It just one was the April. transformation. Yeah, um, I still say this transformation was that much better than the one in the Howling. Oh no! Listen, I, I am not disagreeing with you. I all I said was is that they both had it, and ironically, both came out in 1981, and Rick Baker had his hands on both of them because Rick Baker was actually. Uh, part of the Howling and was brought back from the Howling to American Werewolf in London because John Landis finally got the funding. So Rick Baker. So here's a fun fact too. Um, so the reason why the werewolf in American Werewolf in London is on four feet is because Rick Baker's werewolf in the Howling was like a normal light trope where it's like two feet. Mm-hmm. So and I, I I never knew that. So I I felt that was awesome. But no, I one thousand percent agree with you, Bill. The, the transformation scene in this movie compared to the howling is night and day. But all I was saying in that was like, and even to this point, I thought the same thing that this was the only movie that ever the, or the first movie that did that. But then I found out that both movies came out the same year and they both were the same person. So that's why I think 
I think if Rick Baker didn't have his hands on both projects, probably London would be the only one that would have had that. I So I liked that transformation scene. And what I liked about it was uh, I felt the pain of David. Yes. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, yes. You, you feel that pain. I do find it weird, like, the how they cut to that scene. Like, they cut to him on the couch and he immediately stands up and starts, like, holding his head. Uh, it's just a weird cut to, like, no build up for it. But um, I felt I, that I, pain. I, I felt disagree. It. No, I, I disagree. Like, I'm gonna, I, I think I agree, that's I agree great. With, I agree with Jay because he, he, he's just sitting there reading a book. I mean, that's the whole kinda, point of being a, becoming a werewolf. He's like, you just, don't know when it's going to hit. He's just chilling. I mean, yeah. take take any one of the movies where somebody turns into a werewolf. I mean, they're not expecting it. Right. It I, just no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I disagree with the cutting of the camera. So, like, they cut to him, like, breaking into his own place. Then they go back to the hospital scene. And then they cut back to him, like, reading a book for, like, a half a second. And then just standing up and and his his head hurting i don't know just something about the camera cuts to me was just a little bit off but that's my opinion so what do you but know? it's 1981 yeah it has I mean, n- it, 1981 has no just bearing just in how they cut most cameras. movies that you watch back in the early 80s and late 70s they had a lot of camera cuts it's just i mean the think think about then. it this way too is I, I think that movie came in or clocked in at uh a buck Buck 34, 37, like somewhere that, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, figure seven or eight minutes of that is beginning credits and ending credits. So, yeah. you know, you're looking at a buck 20 of a uh, movie, you know. Yeah. And and did you guys notice, too, every single song in this movie had moon in it? Yeah. Every single it's, one had moon in it. Because that, that they're trying to go to the full moon. Yeah, you know. well, I guess they were trying to get uh, Cat Stevens' Moonshadow into the film as well. And Cat Stevens said, hell no, because this is when he went to uh, study, like, to be Islam. He went and holy roller. it was roller. against his religion or something. Well, um, his, his name is also Cat. This is a wolf movie. You know what I mean? If his name was Wolf <laughs> Stevens, it would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. Or right. if this was about a lion. You know, yeah, like, and I guess Michael Jackson actually tried to hire... Uh, for the makeup artist for Thriller, so I mean, it a lot of came a lot came from this movie, guys. Like this, this is it, definitely one hundred percent a cult classic. Um, oh yeah. to this day, I will say one scene that I um, I liked was the movie theater scene where all the the, uh, the dead call guys, it what it is a porn house. Well, they're in the porn house, yes, uh, which which is a little weird, but the fake uh, porn. but. Uh, <laughs> But I like when all the 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 existing dead people that basically David has killed, they're all in there together and they're all finding different ways for him to kill himself. And I think that's a hilarious scene of yeah. them all just throwing out ways and they're like, no, that would be painful or no, that. Uh, oh no but, no no yeah. no! Hold on, he's his own buddy says, well, just hang yourself. Ah, maybe that might be too painful. And they all look at each other like, painful. This yeah. is painful. That ain't painful. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was a clever, uh, a clever scene. Yeah, yeah it, and and that's what I kind of had like written down. Like basically the whole like zombie werewolf crossover, kind of in a way that they did in this movie. I thought was absolutely amazing. But like, like I said earlier, like this is 1981, and you got this 
1981. And I just felt that this movie was so far ahead of itself. And that was a lot of it. And, the, and the, you know, obviously with having John Landis, that's where the comedy comes in as well with your comedy aspects and stuff like that. I, I just, I felt this movie had all the right pieces and all the, you know, everywhere. And I just, I think they did a lot of good things with it. Yeah, I, I, they went in, they, they took an old idea, made it their own original idea back in 1981. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of new takes on it, you know. Yeah, and, and 40 if you years guys, later. and if you guys remember too, like 1981, that's Werewolf Central. I mean, we had what six, seven werewolf movies come out in 1981. Yeah. So I mean, it was, you know, there was a lot that that came from that, and but this. If you ask me, I, like American Werewolf in London is the OG of werewolf movies, and even over the Wolfman. So yeah. So what else do you guys have in uh, does right? Because I'm out. I have uh, one more. Or right, Bill, go ahead. I I was just gonna. You know, we kind of already touched on you know the the transformation. Um, to me, that is that's kind of like this movie's calling card. Um, it, because it is so awesome, and for what they did, you know, makeup wise, and like you just stated, Jay, is they won that award for makeup, you know, through the Academy that year. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, you know, a very good, you know, scene. I just have a couple of fun facts I just want to go over, just because this movie so far has had more facts than any movie that we've ever done so it took me a long time to go through so like there's a couple i really want to like like i felt were pretty cool so polygram which uh was one of the like producer bill you're laughing <laughs> for this movie uh had a different scenario of who they wanted to star for this movie they wanted dan Aykroyd to play david and they wanted john belushi to play jack <laughs> and the, the, the great divide goes to london Yes, yes, and but thankfully, uh, the two of them were filming Neighbors in 1981, so that did not happen. And John Landis came back and was like, "Listen, I get it. Like these are the guys that are hot right now. These are a lot of people that have worked with me a lot. I want two different people that we've never seen before." So he took David Kessler, who was the Dr Pepper guy on commercials back in the day. That's where he was discovered. He was the Dr. Pepper guy. I'm a pepper. You're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Bingo. Bingo. (laughs) And another fun fact that I found. um, So the, when they, before they get attacked by the werewolf at the beginning, you hear the werewolf howls. It was actually a werewolf combined with an elephant. Making it, making it. Yeah, I read that. I I did. Yeah, I I thought that was kind of funny. So I, I thought I'd bring that out. And then the last thing, since we we talked about the music, and I mean, there is a song called Werewolves of London by Warren Zvon that was not used in this movie. And in a recent interview with Griffin Dunn, who played Jack Goodman, um, he said to this day, nobody knows why that song was never used for the movie. And like... I'm kind of curious too. You you would think that you know when the credits broke out at the end of the movie, it'd be Werewolves of London, but nope. And that movie and that song came out in the '70s. So I was going to ask you guys if that was in there because I I didn't no, remember it hearing it. 
but it I was mean, not. My my thing not. is this is um, the probably the reason it wasn't is Polygram was more known for their records than their movies back in the day. Yep. I don't think that was a Polygram, you know, Polygram. Yeah, song. but a lot of those songs in the movies were not. So yeah, a lot of those songs though in the movie were not. But I I mean I know where your your head's at, and I mean I thought about that too, but I just figure American Werewolf in London. You got Warren Zevon's Werewolves of London, which is probably easily a top 30 like hit of all time. And it just it never made it to the to the movie. And nobody in this movie can say why. John Landis maybe, can't even tell maybe, you why. Maybe it was just a little too cliche. You know? uh, maybe. 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 You never know. So we got bad. Let's go bad. Do you, do you want me to start? Who wants to? I, I'll let me. I'll let me start. start. Oh, you, let okay, me start. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I want to start because I only. I, I really only have like two things. So my bad for this is the ending. Like it just cuts out. You don't know anything that happens with any of the characters that are left. In, you don't even know what happens to Jack and the other people that died. You don't know if they eventually got solace in heaven or wherever. You don't know. If um, I mean, obviously we know da- what David dies. I mean, gets shot up or whatever, just like the other uh, werewolf did at the beginning. But you don't know anything that happens. You don't know what happens to Nurse Alex. You don't know what happens to anything or anybody, and it just it just ends abruptly. And that would be my downfall of this film. Yeah, I, I that was that was the last thing that I had on bad, just because I go in order. Um, and the ending I thought was horrible. I thought you have all this build up for something, and then it's like it's quick, it's over. Yeah, it's a letdown. It, it, yeah. It, it, immediately you see him like laying there. You get the what a half a second of even just seeing the bullet holes in him, and then it just goes to the credits. And, I and then like, it's well, the that, credits. And like, it's not werewolves of London. And you know, I fast forward. And it's not like, werewolves of London. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. But like, I fast forward. I thought there'd be maybe you know this is before extra scenes. But I was like, well, maybe they threw something in at the end and nothing. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of a letdown. Right. Yeah, it was a letdown. What do you got, uh, Mike or Bill? Uh, what uh, I think one of my biggest things is uh, because of the MPAA, um, a lot of David's kills. Jay, you're gonna hate me. <laughs> Hitchcockian are done that Hitchcock style where it's off screen. You're led to think about what happened. You don't get to see what happens, and but you get you you fully get to see the aftermath and gore of everything. You, you like the one guy's hand is sitting there, you know, all in a pool of blood. To see those full scenes would have made made the movie so much better to see the full attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I just wish the movie was a little bit longer to flush some of those things out, especially like the attack scenes, uh, um, you know, to, to build on that, you know, the characters a little bit more to expound on, like you just said, Mike, what happens a little bit afterwards. It doesn't have to go, you know, major detail, you know, but, you know, Give it about another you know, fifteen minutes. You just, you know, the attacks. Uh, you know, a little bit what happens in the end. Maybe you know they know. Hey, you know, one of the you know one of his attacks you know could have led to another werewolf. You know, and gone yeah, from I, there. I, I, I was. I, I mean, I'm glad you guys are hitting on this, so it doesn't seem like I'm bashing the movie. So, um, I, 
to me, there's like there's no kills in this movie. There's no anything. I I uh, you don't see anything. You don't see uh, you see him chasing the guy in the subway, the empty subway. Again, we talk about empty uh, hospitals all the time. We now have an empty subway that everybody just disappeared from, um, and you don't see that kill. Uh, they say he killed six people that night. You don't see any of those deaths. You just see him waking up in the zoo. You barely see Jack get killed. I mean, you see the werewolf on top of him, all the gruesomeness of Jack. They do an excellent job of like in the scenes to follow, but like the kill itself is nothing. When David dies at the end, he dies from gunshots and you really don't see anything there. You just see the aftermath of it. I mean, there's legitimately no kills in this movie for the most part. No, I I agree. But at the same time, we are still in 1981. Stop! Stop saying that. Nineteen eighty one. No, I, I am going to say that, that because back in nineteen eighty one, like we're still we're still just getting into eighties horror, and you really don't start seeing full deaths and things until like actually a year after. But at the same time, like this movie is still so far ahead, and I think it. I agree with you. I agree with you. It didn't. It didn't have the kill sequences. But I think what they did after the kill sequence is made up for it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to dive into uh, something we like to call as our Darwin moments or what the fuck moments. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess you'd call it the army of werewolves. You know, he he's, you know, David's having a dream about being back home with his family. And. What I don't like about I, I, I like the the concept of what's happening there, but the rubber masks that they're wearing are just so goddamn atrocious. And you can <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, you spent all this money on all the other special effects throughout the movie, and you can put your notes down, Jay. I know I took your took your what the fuck moment and tossed it over my shoulder, um, <laughs> but. I'm like, what the hell, man? You guys spent all this money on all this good stuff, and then you send an army of rubber mask werewolves killing your family. Uh, it just, you know, it, it just left me dumbfounded. You know? Yeah i I actually had that. I have a backup Darwin too, so I'll, I'll just go over that here in a little bit. But just to kind of go off that, like that was like I had that for my bad and my Darwin because. It made no sense. Like for the rest of the movie, I, I I would have totally understood if it was a bunch of werewolves that came through that door and killed like his family and things like that. But for the fact that it was Nazi, but then it hit me that he's playing a, a Jewish character in the movie. So I, I, it hit me after a while. Maybe that's why it was like you know a bad dream for him was a werewolves with Nazi because it was. You know, for like with with Jewish, you know, I'm Jewish. So like, you know, the Holocaust and things like that was like it's a nightmare for us. You know, it's like a bad thing that happened, you know, for our ancestors and stuff like that. So maybe that's where they got that sequence from. But um, overall, I agree with you. Like you could tell they were so badly on the mask. Oh, it, it was bad. <laughs> I so I had problems with. uh <laughs> Uh, this felt like Alien all over again to me. 
uh, there's no werewolf really too much in this. Like the transformation scene's awesome. There's the the flashes of the werewolf. They always do like the first person. Is it first person that they're showing uh, through the eyes of? Yeah. So yeah. you see first person a lot. You really yeah. don't see any werewolf. And I thought, all right, maybe they're saving it for the end where you see a little bit more of the monster as the movie goes on, which a lot of movies do. And then at the end, it becomes like you see everything and you're like, wow. Even at the end, you see him like in the street for maybe a half a second to one second at a time and flashes and it goes so quick and then it's over. Um, I thought that was just a, a waste to me. I could see that. I can see that. I mean, it. I, I think they did a lot of things okay, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit my Darwin here real quick uh, before somebody else steals it. Uh, my other Darwin that I would have on here uh, would be Nurse Alex taking David home. Like, what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> like, Great customer service. <laughs> amen. It makes no sense. And that was yeah. my Darwin. I got a backup too. But yeah, like. Oh, see, I'm glad I said my. <laughs> yeah, like, like, there's no, there's nothing about this hospital stay. Like, this dude's crazy. Like, in all the doctor's eyes. Like, Added room, please. Yeah, there's, there's nothing that says, oh, let me take this. And then when she takes him home, what is the first thing she says to him? I'm attracted to you. Yeah, but so she, I don't usually you. do this. I don't usually do this. I've had <laughs> Meaning seven. Meaning she does it all the time. Yeah, but she but she specifically goes, I've had seven lovers. Seven lovers. And three of them have been, or four of them have been longtime One boyfriends. And, yeah. what, and I'm like, who the fuck says that right up? But then I realized that maybe Nurse Alex is just as crazy um, as everybody else. Clearly. Yeah. Um <laughs> One of the other scenes in this movie, I wouldn't call it a what the fuck scene necessarily, but and actually it's broken down into two separate scenes. The scenes at the slaughtered lamb. It's they get their the second warning. Stick to the road. Do not get go to the moors. I, I get that, but it's that scene just needs to be flushed out more. I mean, it's so. I mean, it, it's the typical, you know, a couple of strange guys walk into the local bar. Yeah, they get eyeballed. You, you get that everywhere you go. If you're not yep. you're not a regular, you know, you're you're an outcast. You know, you, you don't fit in. But I just it was one of those scenes where it's just like, geez, they just they didn't they, they needed to flush, like I said, flush it out more to get a better character development. And the second time round with the doctor going there. It could have been flushed out even more, but and and, and to kind of go off that, like I one million percent agree with you. And something they could have done, especially being like a John Landis style movie, they could have actually in the bar could have warned them, like like there's werewolf, you know, there's a werewolf, there's this or whatever, and then you, they would be like, yeah, whatever, man, and they go out do a thing, and like, and then when they were at the end, like let's go, let's run back to the slaughtered lamb. Like that could have been a whole sequence of, you know, comedy, you know, at at the beginning too. So it would have made more. It would have made more sense because I I wrote down why did the townspeople get so mad at the question of the pentagram on the wall? Like the uh, David or Jack, I can't remember. I think it's Jack. Asks, all right, what's that on the wall? And they immediately just kick them out. Like I have, there makes no sense of why they would get so upset over that that they send them out and then they all go out after them. Um, and uh, uh, to try to save them makes no sense. 
Right, I agree with you. And and what would have made more sense is the fact that, you know, like if like say like they had to be like sacrificed or something to to fulfill <laughs> the werewolf's needs or something. That's why they didn't say anything. Because that's what you made, would always think the first time you see it, but it never happens that way. It, it would have made more sense, but it still yeah. wouldn't have made sense of them getting upset over the question. Um, let me go yeah. into just my Darwin. Um, it'll be the last thing that I have um, on this, but the very ending, uh, when the doctor, uh, I don't know the doctor's name, but the doctor and Alex are in the car, and they're Hirsch. driving. Okay, Dr. Hirsch and Alex are driving, and the police have David kind of cornered in the alley, right? And they have... The barricade set up. How does how how does Alex just walk right through all the police with their guns? Go down the alley. Not a police officer stops her. Then, at the end of the alley, at the end of the alley, she's standing in front of David, and they all firing squad just shoot straight at her and David, and don't hit her in any way, shape, or form, and kill him through her, which makes absolutely no sense. Um, it's either very bad police work or just a what the fuck. Like I guess we're just gonna ignore that whole scene and maybe uh, she's the invisible like, woman. Apparently so. Apparently so. <laughs> she's uh, a superhero. Yeah. It made it made no sense. Uh, but that whole ending makes no sense. And uh, yeah, is, the ending was really bad. Uh, she is the final girl. So. <laughs> she, I guess. I guess so. That's that's good. That's a but good that, point. That is all I have on the bad. Do either of you guys have anything I'm, else? I'm out. That would be a kumbano. Kumbano, which takes kumbano. us uh let's uh let's 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 rate this bitch. Here at the MVJ Horrorcast, we use a 1 to 10 rating scale, with 1 being the worst movie ever and 10 being a cinematic masterpiece. We like to rate on kills, effects slash gore, story, overall, and then kind of give it a thumbs up, thumbs down um, for recommend. Uh, since, Bill, this was a uh, victory of yours, you get to lead us off with kills. What do you got? Uh, the kills, blood and guts, uh, I gave it a 4, because there's not a whole lot of it, um, but... To me, there's just enough of it to give it that rating. Um, there, there's not there's there's not a lot of blood and guts in this one. All right, I I'll go I'll go next on um, kills. I gave this a one and a half. Uh, I don't. I there's nothing for me to really judge. There's a little bit here or there when it comes to actual like kills where like Jack dies at the beginning, so it's not bottom of the barrel, but it's pretty close for me. Um, so I gave it a one and a half. Ju. I give it a five. I mean, it's not so much like for me. I mean, we know there's the kills are very behind camera and stuff, but I just think what they do around it and the buildups and things like that, it was worth it for me. So five. All right. That takes us to effects. Um, uh, And I'll start this one off. So at effects, I gave this a seven. So it's obviously much higher when you go to the transformation scene and kind of what we talked about with Jack um, and his transformation. Those are the big effects. They knocked it out the ballpark. Once again, um, practical effects for the win. Uh, they they crushed it. Um, hats off to the effects team. So it gets a seven from me. Jay, what about you? I give it a nine. And here's why. Uh, obviously, um, I've said it a million times in this podcast. This movie is so far ahead of its time. It's 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 insane. Uh, 
part two was when my wife last night was like, pause this movie so she can observe that scene with Jack's neck just hanging and all that stuff in the hospital. Like that to me, like watching somebody that's not, I mean, my wife's a horror fan. Don't get me wrong. But for someone that like not into it, like what we are into it and to find that and be like, pause this. That was, that was a turn on. I'm not going to lie. Like that was amazing. And you know, I I give it a nine, one hundred and ten percent across the board. Uh, I'm sorry, Jay, Mike, yes, and I both I had the same. It. We had the both the same look. Like, okay, whatever floats your boat, brother. You also <laughs> said I. You also you also then finished it by saying I give it a nine hundred and ten percent across the board. I don't even know what numbers we're talking about at this point in time. But I give Bill, it a nine. Right, but. What's so what hard a, about nine? What is nine. I give it? I give it a it's nine. A nine. I'm sorry. Move I'm sorry. My bad, Bill. What do you got? It? I gave it an eight point five because the effects and the gore are top notch in this movie. The, the The special effects are just phenomenal for the time frame being practical. You know, there is no CGI whatsoever in any of this. Mm-mm. I liked it. It was good. So we move oh. on. All right, so uh, that takes us to story. And Jason, you get to kick us off with story. So story, I, I gave the story a six and a half. Uh, you know, I, I, if you would have done more with the ending, and actually we kind of would have been able to see like what actually happened to a lot of these characters, it probably would have been astonishing, like up around like eight, nine, because the rest of the movie to me is, is really good. And but that ending just kind of like just it it it, it just kind of like you know leaves you fizzles out. Yeah, Bill. All right, I'm gonna give you. Uh, I, I'll. I'm the story. I gave it a five. The reason being, and Jay, you you this this is what you could kind of hang hang your 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 boxing gloves on this hook. It's average because the story is not complete. That's about that's about the best way to say it. Yeah. No, I agree. So, so I I gave the story a three. Um, this this movie. So I always look at movies in three parts. I talk about this each each week. We already know the ending. I'm sorry, the ending sucks. Uh, the beginning. I like the beginning of like the. Uh, I like the camaraderie and the banter between Jack and David. But that whole beginning scene in the bar, like for the actual story, makes no sense to me. And then we get to the middle part where we talked about um, Alex Price, Nurse Price, bringing him home. That makes no sense to me. Like so much of this movie and every single part makes no sense to me. How is there any? There's no continuity to this story in any way, shape or form for me to give it anything. I can kind of relate this to... um, the average, the average story, you know, kind of ha- has a beginning. It goes up to a climax and then, you know, falls into the ending of the movie. You know, a crescendo, so to speak. Mm-hmm. This was a ski slope. It started on the top and just went down for the story. And I'm yeah. not, I, I, you know, that's the, the way you're describing it. That's how I look at it for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would have liked to see more of, like, David and Jack together. I think mm-hmm. that was the glue of the movie, but... Give me a little something like the best parts of this movie. We we all talked about it. What were the best parts of this movie? Every time Jack comes back because of his look, because of the conversations, because of like how intrigued we were. If you take those scenes out of this movie, it sucks. 
I'm sorry. Like it's, the, it's, it's a vegetarian salad. It, it you want to know what it's a it's a vegetarian steak dinner is more. Is or, more yeah, like that, be, that's better way to put so, it. Uh, so yeah, it would be a meat salad. Yes, yeah, so, it's a tofu um, burger. So that is a story which takes us back to you, Bill. Give us your overall. Um, overall, I gave it a six point five. The biggest thing that rescued it is the the effects in the movie. Uh, Jay, I give it a seven. Um, you know, it's kind of where I am with this. Uh, but you know, to this day, uh, American Werewolf in London is still probably one of my top twenty favorite movies of all time. It always will be. Um, it is by far the OG of all werewolf movies, and um, the transformation, the blood and guts, uh, you know, bringing that zombie werewolf style together. I mean way ahead of its time in 1981 it deserves a seven and it's it's I, minus the ending it's a great movie so i'll <laughs> i gave it a four um i once again i yeah. i i like some of the scenes a lot i just there's just no continuity to this movie um and i've talked to it about it at ad nauseum here so this is where it gets interesting, though, for uh, thumbs up, thumbs down on the recommend. So Jason's given two thumbs up. Um, Bill, where do you have it? Uh, I'm giving it two thumbs up because this is a classic and it does need to be seen. Amen. So I'm even though I I mean, I didn't like a lot of it. It's a thumbs middle for me. And I guess I want to explain this. If I'm a horror fan and I haven't seen this like me. All right. So uh, if you're if you're a horror fan and you haven't watched this by now, I don't think you're going to like this movie. But the movie itself is not it I, to me. It's like something that I, you know, you could watch with the wife or something like that. But from like a horror enthusiast, uh, I, 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 I don't. So like I I'm in the middle. I, I don't think it's a full thumbs down, but I don't think it's a thumbs up. But hey, that's ratings. That's all our opinions. Go ahead, Jay. What you got? I, and I was just gonna say I I kind of disagree with you on your. I mean, you your, just did in every one of your ratings. You just uh, you disagree. I know, with me. but I disagree with what you just said because, like you said specifically, that if you're a horror fan, you're gonna watch this movie if you've never seen it before and not like this. I disagree with you 110. percent Jess never saw that movie before. She liked it, so like therefore you're wrong because. But Jess like, isn't I, a horror enthusiast. She watches horror movies with you. She's not an avid horror fan. I get that, but there's going to be a lot but of that's avid my point. horror. But that's no, my point. I, I my get point that. is if you're an avid horror fan. But hold on. I think, I think though, at the same time, if there's a lot of avid horror fans out there that may not have seen this movie yet, I think it's going to be 50-50. <laughs> I'm listening to you guys fight thinking, uh, you know, Homer Simpson's boss. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, let me let me. Uh, That's all I let, got. That's all I got. Let <laughs> me let me end this segment with what Homer Simpson would say after this movie, which is don't. So I am now going to take us into uh, the rename portion of this. Where uh, after watching this, if we could rename it anything, what would we rename it? Does anybody got uh, one that they want to kick us off with? I'll kick us off with. I got three of them. Um, none of them are very good, I don't think, but. Um, the first one is Hallucinations of a Werewolf. Um, conversations with the Dead. Okay. And lastly, The Slaughtering of the Lambs. 
<laughs> I, I wrote I wrote slaughtering lamb down as so one, did I. But, I, but I but I crossed it out. Um, I didn't cross it out. I, so Jay, I'll let you go next. I, I got right. four that I'm pretty proud of. So I want to. I got four. End. I got four, and I'm not proud. There might be one that's good, but maybe not. But I did have slaughtered lamb written down. Uh, another one I had was a naked American at the zoo. <laughs> Balloon thief. <laughs> uh, then I had uh, there's a bathroom on the right. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had going out on a limb. Hey, those aren't those aren't bad ones. I do like the bathroom. Can, can we? I, we completely forgot to talk about the balloon with the boy for a second. That's such yeah, a I weird we scene to take a grown adult <laughs> naked man and have him go. I give lure, you two pounds. Lure a kid into I the bet he lure a kid into the bushes. Now, Jay, that's where I'll give you. It's 1981 on that one, but jeez, yeah. that would not stand up today. But anyway, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess one of the movies could be called pedophile, pe- pedophiles. Stand up, huh? Pedophiles in the park. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh, so. Shit, I was just—I was just taking a sip of my drink and I spit it back out. You said that would not stand up in the park. Uh, listen, I said pedophiles in the park. All right, so uh, that's uh, a good here, movie name. Here are that—that should that could be my fifth one. Uh, I have one. The the price is wrong. Bitch. Um, <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. Uh, number two would be Animal House Part Two, uh, <laughs> London edition. All right, bad. Uh, this was one that they said in the movie, and I really liked it. Uh, carnivorous lunar activities. I love that line. That sounds more uh, like a porn movie, but it's they they spent part of the movie in a. Porn I mean, house. they had fake yeah. porn in this movie, so might as well. And uh, the last one that I have, I gotta uh, is, uh, <laughs> where's the wolf in London? Um, because. Uh, so W H E R E because there's no fucking werewolf in this movie. Um, yes, for there most is. The they time. show the werewolf a lot. No, they, they do show not. the wolf enough in the, yeah, the effect. In the effect, and the werewolf is the definitely in this more than Alien. I don't know. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The transformation scene's probably longer than yes. Uh, Alien was in Alien. Half of the but... transformation scene was longer than the Alien was in Alien. All right, so for the rename game, Jay, I'll give it to you. Um, this for which week. one? I, uh, I think uh, the bathroom on the right. There's a bathroom I, on the right. I, Thank you, I like Credence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> I like that. I like that one. I thought um, the slaughtering of the lambs would have got it. I thought that was good too, and we all had something like that. I I still want to give it to my Where's the Wolf in London, but uh, that's okay. Anyway, that puts a pretty little bow on uh, uh, the werewolf. In London movie, but now we gotta look forward to the future and what are we watching over the next week? So let's take a ride on the devil's wheel. The devil's wheel. All right, this brings us to um, our devil's wheel portion where each week each one of us takes three movies, we throw it on a wheel, we spin that puppy round and round and whatever it lands on, that is the movie we review next week. Uh, but before we can get to spinning, we need to know what's on the wheel. So, Bill, you're the only one that had to make a change this week since uh, you won last week. So what are your three movies? All right, well, I have uh, the fan request uh, from Olivia uh, for Final Destination. Then I have... 28 Days Later, 
and the movie that will be replacing American Werewolf in London, Near Dark. All right. So 28 Days Later is not replacing it. Uh, you have specifics of this yeah. will take the yeah. slot of this. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize. Uh, well, had... It's just what I, you know, how I did it. So. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. I'll go next. Um, I'm keeping two Rider Dies on there. So Terrifier is staying on there. Um, Descent into Darkness. My European Nightmare is staying on there. And then I'm adding this week uh, Paranormal Activity, the first one. So God, uh, no. that puppy oh, is God. on there. Oh, now I, now I know I, it's I know it's winning now. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> now now Good I want it to win just because of that reaction. Uh, Jay, what do you got? Not paranormal shitivity. Um, so I have three, and obviously two of them are going to be ride or dies. Uh, we have the Immortal Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives. Uh, I'm keeping Fright Night on the wheel, even though I just watched Fright Night two. And um, I'm going to do an every other week thing with my uh, fan favorite or what they want. But uh, I'm going to switch it up a little bit this week and put the original Hellraiser on the wheel. I like how you said whatever they want. The way this way I, to talk to your fans like that. Listen, I, whatever I, you want. Eh. I, you know what? Wait, wait I put, what's wrong I with put, that? It's what they want. I put my fans first. Most of the time, the fan request is on there. Every once in a while to shake things up, because I didn't want in six weeks. I'd take it off, throw something else on there to see if something else Wait, would win. Time out. I I put their movie on every other week. No, like it's two just weeks the ago way I had Exorcist. This week I had for Hellraiser. for me it was the way you said it. You go with uh, whatever mm. they want. I'll just uh, it's yeah, you yeah, kind of to- you you tossed our listeners under the bus. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Speaking speaking of bus, let's drive this wheel forward. Oh, see what I did there? Oh, that's that great. Was, All right, about as bad as the movie we, you put on this week. We got it spinning, and uh oh, oh, oh my gosh! It is literally on the line between two movies. It's either Hellraiser or Terrifier, and it is going to be. Hey, Hell- it's the movie I put on this week. It's a Hellraiser. So um, uh, everybody out there, we have a a Jason victory. So yes, he's one behind. I think that's up to 10 now. Um, And everybody is on the clock just like we are. Seven days uh, to watch the original Hellraiser. I want to say Hellraiser. 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 You a redneck? No, I shouldn't. I, don't, I should not say that because I am a redneck. So <laughs> I have uh, no idea what year this is. Yeah, I have no idea how many Hellraisers there are. Hellraiser was uh, 1988, uh, 88 Thanks. or 89. Somewhere right in there, and uh, yeah. somewhere I just saw that. Uh, it's 88 one, or 89. One of these uh, the streaming services has a Hellraiser series coming up. We said that at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. The, I the, about it the, the Hulu. So. Yep. Uh, Hellraiser is on the clock and uh 1987. 87. All right, you guys were close. So we're we're moving forward into the future 6 years from American Werewolf in London. I to be honest with you, I don't I can't I don't know if I've ever watched Hellraiser straight through. Well, uh, interesting. I know I haven't, but I just remember Pinhead back in the day, so Hey, we finally got a Pinhead though. Now we can add we, to No, that. we've always had a Pinhead, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, I know, Mike. Shame Bill, on you, Mike. I was going to say, Bill, don't talk about yourself that way. All right. Uh, <laughs> I am with, the only bald one here, guys. 
Touche. Touche. With that said, let's get to the kill of the week. Welcome back to my favorite portion of each week, which is our award-winning, awarded by me, uh, Kill of the Week segment, where each week we take one kill, preferably something that we've watched within the last week, um, and we each throw one out there and uh, uh, put them against each other to see who has the best kill of the week. It can be from a show, a movie, uh, anything. Who wants to uh, kick? You know what? I'm going to kick us off this week. Since you both stole mine last week, uh, I'm making sure it doesn't happen this week. So... I'm going back to, because uh, I told you what I watched this week. Uh, actually, there was a ton that I could have picked from Evil Dead. But I'm going back to A Quiet Place 1. And the scene at the very beginning where they're walking down the train tracks and you have the the little boy on the train tracks and he starts making the, the noise with his spaceship and whatever that monster thing is comes out of nowhere and just he's gone. I always... Uh, it's not even so much that it's like it's not a gory kill. It's not, but like when you kill a child in the first five minutes of a movie like that, and you do not expect it and see it coming. I mean, wow! That like even knowing what happened the second time, the way they tee it up and set it up, and the quietness that's going on with that kill. Wow, what a kill! And um, uh, that's my kill of the week. Uh, I'll give you my kill of the week next, but Mike, you already won. You already won. <laughs> I appreciate that, that. That that that's one of those never saw it coming. Bam, done. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah. I agree. So, um, my kill of the week comes from Initiation, the movie I just watched last night uh, with Mandy. Um, it's the first kill of the movie with uh, the character's name is Wes. He's basically turned into hamburger and Swiss cheese, and then literally drilled to a door. Ooh, and it's a quality scene in. It's a quality scene. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I, it's it's on the list. I actually tried to watch it last night, and then um, I just got too tired, and I had to turn everything off. Or you I'll and I would be, uh, yeah, we'd be sharing a vision today. There you that. go. But uh, all right, Jay, Maybe bring next us home. Week. Next what week. do you got? All right, I, I'm going to stick with our movie of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with Jack. I mean, not so much the. I mean, they didn't show much of him getting killed, which they did. But it was what he looked like throughout the movie of how he got killed. So kudos to Jack. Kudos to American Werewolf in London. And, yeah. and, and kudos to Mike for winning the kill of the week. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I think Jack you wins it. now. No, you, no, you built, no I, I, I will say the, the kill of the week coming from that scene that is, you know, it is iconic. You, you, you see, you yeah. see dad turn around and go, no, you well, know, he's, just he's, that, he's, that, that. He didn't say anything. He just has that look in his face. Well, like, he's running. He's running towards yeah. his son, and you're like, "Is he?" And you think in your mind, he's gonna get there. They're not gonna kill the kid. You know what I mean? And, and they bam, killed. They killed the gone. kid. And there's just so. Mu- I don't know. Just everything about that scene is amazing. And once again, just hats off to uh, a, a Quiet Place, uh, the original, uh, the sequel. I, all of it. Uh, it's amazing. So. That um that kind of ends this week, so I'll kick us off with final thoughts. So 
Um, I am happy that I finally watched an American Werewolf in London. I know that uh, I didn't review it in the same you know vein that you guys did. Um, I think this is one of those ones that if I would have watched it when I was younger, I would have a little bit more nostalgia toward it, and my stuff might have been a little bit higher. But uh, looking at it today, I kind of was where I was. Um, I'm uh, looking forward-ish to Hellraiser because I... I've seen bits and pieces of it. I the more I think about it, I've never watched. I don't think the original, and if I have, uh, it's it's not in sequence. So it's been on you know an hour here, twenty minutes there, whatever it might be, and that's probably where I land. So to see it all together will probably make a a, a big difference. So I'm excited to see that. And um, uh, Bill, we lost this week because Jason won. That's the way I just look at it. Of you We're know. just a couple of losers. That's that's I. But you you know what you won. Um, I lost. I ended my losing streak, and you started a new one. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm continuing mine. Yeah. So that's Shit what but you, Yeah, but you won two in a row. Then you lost now two in a row. Where I won four in a row, lost two in a row. Now I won again. So it, listen, it the it's it, Bill said it the best a couple weeks ago. The wheel's working because we're all pretty close, so yep. it's it's pretty amazing yeah. when you think about it that it's um eleven ten nine. Like, like, 11, like 10, I said, like I said, with the wheel is like if if I wouldn't have won last week, I I, I fully expected you know to lose two more times to go okay, we're all ten ten and ten, you know law of averages. I mean, we're still we're still really close to the law of averages right now. Eleven ten I, nine. So, You're at eleven. Yeah. I'm at ten. Mike's at yeah. nine. Yeah, but we're we're missing one somewhere, so I gotta look it up. I said I was gonna do it last week. No, I'll do no it. It, the math is, the math is right because re- you got to remember this is is we're the, remember we, just, we yeah. spun no, the week. This is week thirty one. So there's got to be thirty one. So eleven ten nine is 30. thirty. So there's one out there, and I don't yeah. know who has it. So I'm gonna look this week, and I'll I'll have the updated numbers next week. Yeah, well, but uh, go ahead, me. guys. Maybe, uh, maybe we're take, tied, Bill. It's, yeah, it's, it's possible. Right. It's very possible because yeah. you guys forgot about me for a while. Or though. maybe Bill's much further ahead than all of us. Yeah, maybe. Might have or Mike and I are tied. Or Mike and I are tied. Could those be. are Done. those are the three possibilities that yes, are that there are. There we go. So, but uh, anyway, I, I guess okay. My final thoughts. Give your final thoughts. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I, I you've had this movie on the wheel off and on for months, and I'm finally glad that we finally got to do it you know i've i've been wanting to watch this movie for such a long time over again and i've just been holding off just because you know i knew it was going to eventually hit so very glad to uh talk about this movie like i said in, in the horror movie genre easily one of my top 20 favorite horror movies of all time uh really looking forward to a little hellraiser next week with a little pinhead and Kirsty, and uh kind of go from there and uh you know, we'll kind of see what happens after next week. Yeah, definitely Maybe, have to uh, see what happens next week. So. Yeah, yeah. Bill, what do you got? Um, well, you guys both uh, kind of went and reviewed uh, a quiet place. Well, I'm happy to announce during the during our podcast, I was texting my wife. Uh, tonight we're going to a drive-in. We're going to hey! go see a quiet place too, uh, followed by World War Z. So oh, World War Z, it's a double feature. World War Z is the follow the fo- you know because they do two two features for the price of one. Yeah, so but World it's, War- 
World War Z. It's they always do an older movie. Yeah, they you think they would do? You think okay. they would do a Quiet Place one with a Quiet Place two? Yeah, you you would think, but I mean, it's I mean that would gonna, make sense for a drive-in. I myself, feature. you know, I'm I'm giving Mandy thirty minutes where she's gonna be snoring away. <laughs> oh, in World War Z? Uh, uh, no, no, I'm Quiet giving her place thirty. Two? Yeah, she no. wa- and she wants to see it, and I said I sent her the text, say, hey, let's go watch it, and she's like, sure. So in about, I'm going to guess, I'm going to say, hey, it's 7.30. Uh, the feature starts at 9.30. So in about a half hour or so, maybe 45 minutes, I'm leaving the humble abode and heading right to the Autorama Twin. So, Bill, that gives you about 45 minutes to really quickly catch yourself up on A Quiet Place 1 uh, <laughs> I, I, if you what, don't remember it. No, I remember it because I like you're bringing up the, that that kill right off the rip. I know, I know a quiet place. I've seen the movie a lot. I, I, so. If I were you, I'd watch the last thirty, forty minutes going oh, into I remember this one. It. If you don't remember it, oh, I, no, I remember it because okay. you know the cornfield, the the grain silo stuff like that, the hearing aid. Yep. Uh, not yeah, giving away all that too much, nope. but. Yeah, no, you know. no, you you've got it right on. So You're, you'll be I, fine. No, I, I I remember the movie in Mandy. Mandy's been waiting, as you just said, fourteen months to see that she wants to see this. The benefit is I get to see it with her. Listen, <laughs> that that is a win. Go. That is a win. It is a win, so. and then we can talk about it next week. Yeah, um, but other than that, you know, I'm glad we got to review this movie. It's one of you know, it's a classic in general. Um, other than that. I don't really have a whole lot more to, you know, conclude with. Uh, Jay, how about you? I'm good, brother. How about Mikey? I'm good. All right, let's toe tag it and bag it, brothers. <laughs> <laughs>